This episode of the Orange Boy Inquiry is brought to you by a very special sponsor. After her stunning appearance on the third season of Britain's Got Talent, single-handedly popularizing the music of obscure left-field musical Les Miserables, and making it to the semifinals only to lose to the dance troupe known as Diversity, she's back. Susan Boyle has released eight studio albums since her appearance on Britain's Got Talent, as well as receiving the Top Scott of the Year Award at the Glenfiddich Spirit of Scotland Awards in 2009, and then in 2010 surprising us by winning the Scots Care Scott of the Year Award. However, few could have ever expected her to top her groundbreaking appearance in 2016's Zoolander 2, where she shows up for four <laughs> seconds and flips off the paparazzi. But now she's back with the next big thing. Have you ever dreamed a dream that staphylococcal bacteria would stop entering your body through tiny nicks or cuts in the skin or traveling down the hair to the follicle? Susan Boyle has too. This bacteria can form boils, which are skin infections that start in a hair follicle or oil gland. At first, the skin turns red in the area of the infection and a tender lump develops. After four to seven days, the lump starts turning white as pus collects under the skin. Well, time to ease your concerns. Two-time Scott of the Year winner Susan Boyle presents Susan Boyle Cream. This cream will cure all of your boils. We guarantee that this cream will be a huge deal and inspire many people for about a year, and then everyone will forget. But if you ever invoke its name in public from there on after, everyone will know exactly who and what you're talking about. Enter promo code Glenfiddich Scott of the Year, all caps, no spaces, for a free trial and a personalized VHS videotape of Susan Boyle singing to your Boyles one by one by name. And remember, as Susan Boyle said in an interview with the Mirror newspaper, quote, I need to stop eating sweeties and cakes. It's the bane of my life. <laughs> so, what? I, I did way too much research for that ad. <laughs> It was clearly. <laughs> I was like, you did more research for okay. that than I have done for my ten-page capstone paper. <laughs> and roll the intro music. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Orange Boy Inquiry, where us three orange boys love to talk about movies. I'm Niall. I'm Jared. And I'm Lucas. Woo! And this week, we are talking about something that's very near and dear to my heart, and I think all of our hearts, and it is the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 2. Um, but before we get too far into that, uh, let's go into this week's segment of overly informed Niall and Lucas inform under-informed Jared Cooksey. We gotta come up with a condensed name for that segment. I think that's the perfect name as long as we say the same one every time. <laughs> exactly two, the same. I'll two, have to write it down then. Two nerds. Teach the cool orange boy. <laughs> Two nerds have their friend they pay to have show up to their weird podcast. Listen to them ramble. Yeah. Two nerds Speaking about which, I, I, I need my I need my May stipend the guy with from the you guys. So, <laughs> if you guys want me to continue this through May, I need my stipend from you. <laughs> yeah, your, don't worry about it. We'll get your, it to you. Your one point two million dollars. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this week, it's been a while since we've been on, and so some of this news that I have written down is a little old, but we'll spice it up with some news that came out just today. Um, So on my end, we've got, first of all, uh, Sony and Disney Plus struck a streaming platform deal. Uh, Sony doesn't have a platform, but they have agreed to, after streaming their stuff on, well, not yet, But they've made the agreement to, after streaming their stuff on Netflix for an allotted amount of time, to switch it over to Disney+. Plus. So we're going to get Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home on Disney+, Plus at some point in the future. So that's kind of exciting because it means that the relationship between Sony and Marvel is doing pretty well. And we can can hope to see more good Spider-Man content in the future. That's um, great news. Well, so yeah, the other thing with that news. that's interesting is that 
they also struck a deal with Netflix. And so yeah. <laughs> they're going to, the movies will come out, they'll be in theaters, and then they'll be on Netflix, and then they'll be on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, so it's weirdly that's, like... That's like Mac from It's Always Sunny when he says, you know, I, I like to play both sides, that way I yeah. always come <laughs> that out That way on I always top. come out on top. <laughs> exactly. Um, and my other piece of news is something that I didn't know about the production of, and I'm kind of ashamed of that, but I saw a trailer for it and was just floored with how excited I am for it. Um, Hulu is making a MODOK TV series. Um, MODOK is a very strange Marvel villain whose body is basically just his head. He's just a giant head with legs Oh, he's and arms. like the George Lopez... Uh, Shark Boy Lava Girl guy. Exactly. Yeah, That's exactly. A perfect comparison. <laughs> and, yep, exactly. And MODOK stands for Mechanical Organism Designed Only for Killing. Um, <laughs> but they are. Sounds like my ex wife. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they are making this series. It almost looks like the Robot Chicken animation. Yeah, it's stop and motion. Patton Oswalt is the voice of Modoc. <laughs> That's fantastic. John Hamm is the voice of Iron Man, <laughs> and they've they've got a bunch of other really good voices that I can't quite remember right now. But uh, it's gonna like it looks hilarious, and it kind of looks like more of an adult, maybe kind of raunchy comedy type thing. But I'm very excited to see how that turns out. Yeah. Wait, and what, um, what's this on Hulu, you said? Hulu. Yeah, it's going to be a okay. Hulu original. And the battle for the market shares of streaming services continues. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. Disney owns most of Hulu, so... <laughs> right, never mind. <laughs> I think the only reason they're putting it on Hulu instead of Disney Plus is because it's probably going to be a little bit more adult. And so yeah. all the FX, FXX stuff that they now own, they put on Hulu instead of Disney Plus so they can still have mature content. It's just on sense. Hulu instead of Disney Plus. Right. Which What's is star internationally. <laughs> so all of you that believe that Disney's this family company, they Boy, they release wrong. Yeah. They they <laughs> the stuff that has the Disney name proudly displayed on it is, but Disney makes all sorts of stuff. Dude, Disney is a Modoc, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it is. <laughs> um and then Lucas, I'm sure that you heard about this. Do you want to talk about the big Marvel stuff from this morning? Of course, I would love to. So um well before I talk about that, dab on you. Um, <laughs> Captain America 4 <laughs> was announced, kind of. Oh, yeah, kind of, a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, like, pseudo-announced, basically, like, What's Deadline or something. Like, the Hollywood Reporter, one of those websites was like, hey, yeah. they're making a Captain America 4. Yeah, um, it's, it's less, it's less and it's a reliable and source. more revealed. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it'll get an official announcement within the next little while. But something yeah. interesting is that the guy, so the showrunner and writer of Captain America, or um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the TV show, is going to be making the movie as well. Um, and he was like, in an interview, he was like, yeah, I kind of didn't realize how many Marvel movies have not yet been announced. Which makes me think that they only <laughs> oh, have not boy. announced this wow. and others because it's like, this was announced off of the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. so the Captain America especially... will not be yeah. Chris Evans. It'll be um, Sam Wilson. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Mackie. Wait, um, what was that? So Nothing. Chris Evans is not going to be the main character of this Captain America movie. It'll be. Is he going to be in it? Do you know? Both. Well, I guess we no don't know anything perhaps. at all. Yeah, there's, there's no nothing. But also, yeah, I haven't seen. So that makes me think that like they're not announcing new movies like this until their shows come out on Disney Plus or the movies come out. So it's like, if there's like an Eternals character that's going to be in some random movie, then they're not going to announce that movie until Eternals is out because no one knows who those characters are yet, or gotcha. whatever. But uh, that's crazy to hear him say that because of just the sheer How number many have of already movies been announced? that are announced. Yeah, there's yeah. like a huge amount of Marvel movies coming out in the next three years. Yep. So sorry, to, I'll, um, I'll continue off of what Niall. No, it's me. fine. Thank you for, for <laughs> um, dabbing on me with that. <laughs> but then, so today they kind of reannounced the movies they have. They're like, "Hey, Marvel movies are going to start coming out again, and you should go see them in theaters because that's the best way to see movies." 
And so basically, if you did not know, between the months of July and December, we were getting four movies in the MCU. Um, in theaters? In theaters. Yeah. Those movies wow. are Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Spider-Man 3. So ah, two of those things you've heard of before, and two of them you probably could not care yet less about yet because Marvel has not really done anything with them. Yeah, uh, they will be cool. The, Shang-Chi also got cool, a trailer yeah. since our last episode. Oh, dang. Yeah, yep. dude. I saw their like little teaser on it, and it looks mm-hmm. sick. So. Oh, well, actually, we talked about the Shang-Chi trailer in our last I think news did, segment. Yeah. So. Oh, then maybe yeah, it was the trailer. Dude, the trailer is sick. And also, yeah, it looks great. looks pretty cool. And then next year, so that's just 2021. 2022 will have, uh, it'll start off with Doctor Strange 2, and then have Thor 4, and then have (laughs) Black Panther 2, which was announced the title to be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So, pretty cool title. Bombay. I'm sure that the movie will start off with some horribly sad... Horribly sad montage of Chadwick Boseman somehow being. Yeah, I'm left. not ready for it, dude. That's gonna be rough. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, I'm glad I know that though. July. You know? Yeah, I know. Next, holy crap! So 2022. Maybe some good time time to heal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And then next November is the Marvels, which is Captain Marvel two. Which will have other Yay. Ms. Marvel characters. Fame, yeah, Fane's excitement. <laughs> I honestly, this is definitely the one that I'm by far the least excited for. Yeah. I'll see it, but everything else is way cooler. Well, yeah, then, I'll see it. And then 2023 will have February, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, which is Ant-Man 3. They're really leaning into the quantum thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, and that's... Then, that's... I know oh, it's awesome. That's four, and, and then five. so let's see. There are three yeah, when does others. five start? Is yeah, Quantum Mania, and, and then, then you've got Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy three, Volume yeah. Three, mm-hmm. and then you have the Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, um, and probably this might be a dumb else. question: Is Taika Waititi coming back for uh... Love and Thunder? Yes, he is. Okay. That's good. It'll it'll be nice and, to have that voice still. And mm-hmm. by the way, here's another piece of news that came out. Russell Crowe was confirmed to be a member of the cast, and and his yeah, role dude. is Zeus, yes, the dude. Greek god of lightning. Oh. So we're getting weird with this one. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love Russell Crowe, and especially his his comedic chops are yeah like phenomenal. Again, yeah. my favorite comedy of all time is The Nice Guys, and he is. Oh, is it? I hadn't. Yeah, because you guys haven't heard of. Yeah, it's just a little indie film that Jared likes (laughs) (laughs) and talks about whenever he gets the chance. (laughs) (laughs) You know, honestly, I watch it so sparingly. You know, like and so few and far between, considering how often I bring it up. (laughs) You'd you'd think I watch it every other night. But uh, that's what's in the news, everybody. Thank so you. So we can, yeah, no problem. Yeah, that There's would be lots very of other things too, but I learned a lot. I feel like we should limit the amount of time, otherwise it's just going to yeah, be Yeah, seriously. A full we could just go on. This could be the podcast, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I know we have more listeners. <laughs> there, there are more, there are really awesome uh, nerd news podcasts. I think, what's the guy's name? Mr. Sunday. Oh, yeah, um, The Weekly has a Planet. Really good yeah, the weekly plan. I am has a, a really religious good listener one. to that podcast. I was just listening yeah. to that podcast less than an hour ago. Right on. So if you want more nerd news like that, go over to the Weekly Planet. But if you want to hear uh, three <laughs> insignificant people's opinions about these movies, stick around because we because are going to talk let's about get into it. <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase Two. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Phase Two are the movies. Um, after the first Avengers movie and um, <coughs> until the Ant-Man movie. Um, so it's honestly a little bit smaller of a phase than the other phases have been, if I'm not mistaken. It's the same length um, as phase one. All right, great then. You're Perfect. mistaken. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. The I Weekly like Planet mistaken. would never. <laughs> the weekly, I, yeah, I know, I know. We should read ourselves brow. The Weekly Planet. Uh. <laughs> We're second rate. Uh. Um, but uh, but these movies I really <laughs> love. Um, 
bringing it back. I I really do like most of these movies. Um, there's there's one that I think will will rail on enough um, in this episode. I was actually I wanted to watch Thor two again before doing this episode just yeah. so that I could be informed about my negative opinions about it. Yeah, but I couldn't bring myself well, to do it. And that's yeah, all. I think I said this in the first Marvel episode we did, but I've ne- I still haven't seen that movie. Uh, that's the only <laughs> right. one I missed and then just, like, never got around to going back to it. Yeah, which is weird because, like, some kind of important Marvel Universe stuff happens in that movie, <laughs> oh, but, right. but the movie yeah. is just bad. Here's the thing. But it's like, <laughs> that's, that's, it the, that's yeah. the first time they explain the concept of the Infinity Stones. Is in for the dark world. I got yeah. it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you get it. You get especially when Guardians of the Galaxy just does it way better. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. same. And it came the, out like they, six they have later. They have yeah. They have basically the same scene, but Guardians of the Galaxy's explanation is just like it's just a better scene, and it's from a better movie. Well, and also, but anyway, is it the reality? No, it's is it the reality? reality the yeah. ether. It's the reality. Yeah, the ether. It's not even like a stone. Yeah, it's this yeah. weird liquid thing. <laughs> it's very it strange. Into a and they, oh, does honestly, it? Yeah. Well, it okay. it well, the whole somehow. joke, the whole joke in Infinity War or in Endgame, I mean, when Thanos basically summarizes the events of Thor: The Dark World, and it's better than the actual movie. <laughs> I just, I love that. Like, if you want to watch Thor: The Dark World, just watch the one scene from. End game where Thor explains what the ether is, and it's uh, that's all you need. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. But anyway, uh, we've got some some bangers of questions. If I uh, could be so bold to say, I think um, yes. Pretty and bold. And so, <laughs> who wants to do their question first? I would love to do my question first. Yay! Good. I would love Good. for you to do that. So, MCU Phase 2 had all sorts of new and fun things, because once they figured out that their formula was working, they made Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man in the same phase. Oh, yeah. And also introduced all sorts of wacky, wonky characters. So my question is, which uh, which one of those wacky, wonky characters is your favorite one that they introduced in Phase 2? <sighs> yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, because there's a lot that I love. A lot that I think bring me more happiness than any characters in any movie ever can. (laughs) But the one that I think the one I'm going with is not really one that makes me laugh as much, but one that I just think is really an interesting character and put in a really interesting situation. And that's Gamora, uh, from guardians of the galaxy. She's great. Um, not only is she interesting and has ties to the big bad evil guy of the Marvel cinematic universe thus far, but um, her connections and her bonds that she's forced to make with the other Guardians and how that's, you, you can tell it's against her nature as a person and what she's been raised to believe and, and operate. It's, it's really interesting. And she's just such a needed uh, character in the group. You know, I think of the Guardians of the Galaxy a lot like a D&D group, you know, and she might be yeah. this, the edgy rogue <laughs> of the group. <laughs> Straight but up. She definitely belongs and and she's great also zoe saldana is one of like my top like she's just great actresses always. she's amazing and i think she's gorgeous wow <laughs> also, yeah. yeah what a hot a take. second that you think she's gorgeous <laughs> yeah Ooh, dude no Ever, ever since wow. Avatar, I've had a thing. <laughs> and she doesn't even look like herself in Avatar. <laughs> no. So. <laughs> she has to be blue or green, was... though. She can up yeah. natural That's true. skin. That's no, true. no way. I like I... her in Star Trek. She's great. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She's dude, excellent. Star Trek. <laughs> no, she, but there was I that. I seriously, like, I always remember Avatar... Like, I think back on it, and I'm like, yeah, that's definitely Zoe Saldana. But then you watch that movie, and you're, you're like, like, no way. There's no way. It looks too different. Which is weird, because the dude's avatar looks just like him. And so yeah. it's weird oh, yeah. that hers is so different. Same with Sigourney yeah. Weaver. Oh, yeah, dude. Her avatar is just Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> same height, but blue. Yeah, so, so I don't so know. This is... she, she's my choice, but... There's definitely others I probably like more or I, you know, 
yeah enjoy more but i think she's such an added or such a needed character yeah in this is the a universe unrelated chunk of news and it's not really news because it's kind of who cares but jermaine clement <laughs> is going to be in the avatar sequels so wow great i will watch those movies because he's in them yeah of the like comedy duo, New Zealand comedy duo, Flight of the Concords, the yes. largest band in New Zealand. Unaware. Um, okay, <laughs> the largest band in New Zealand. Um, okay, my answer for this one, I I don't think that it counts to say Doctor Strange, even though he was technically first spoken of in the in Phase Two. His nope. name was said, but that's not an intro. <laughs> So Leave it mentioned by Agent Carter Sitwell uh, for those people who think who might be doubting my knowledge of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, just look up um, Agent in... Sitwell name drops Doctor Strange on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, then it honestly know. feels it feels like way forced, but I was so happy in the theater when he did it. Yeah. Um, but uh, sheesh. Um. <laughs> It's a hard question, and I will continually um, probably change my answer. But my answer as of right now would be Vision. Um, He is introduced in Avengers Age of Ultron. And I think, honestly, since his introduction, he has been kind of one of the cornerstones of actual emotional development in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's, He's one of those characters like Gamora, who basically... I feel like he's kind of there to offset kind of the silly goofiness that's going on around him. Mm -hmm. They talk about this in the WandaVision um, documentary, Avengers Assembled documentary on Disney+. Plus. But basically, Wanda and Vision have kind of been the emotional through line since their introduction. And it's because, like, they're the kind of, as weird as their relationship is, kind of a central... um, emotional like realistic um viewpoint of all of these characters and so it's like i seriously do think anytime vision is on screen he's just a total scene stealer and he's just wonderful and um he also was a very anticipated character for me and i still still remember the days when there were rumors that Vin Diesel was going to be playing Vision. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Um, and so I think back bad. on it, and I, I kind of reg- I feel bad that we won't ever see that I because don't. I would like <laughs> no to. Way. Um, but Paul Bettany is just wonderful at at that role, and he's just great every time he's on screen. So that's my pick. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I love Vision now. Uh, I thought in. Again, I've only this one I've only seen once, Age of Ultron. Uh, I think I tried watching it again and just kind of got bored, and so I turned it off. But um, <laughs> I saw it in theaters. Uh, yeah, I thought his his introduction was a bit stale. If I'm being honest, maybe you know that's a hot take, but it is a hot take. When hyping wow. uh, hot takes from Jared all day, hyping <laughs> hot takes, I don't know. fresh I, out the oven. I was like, I, he just kind of showed up to fight the guy. Ultron, you know, Ultron. and it's like, well, mm-hmm. all right, this is kind of well, it's it's the body that Ultron was trying to create for himself, right? But I don't know. I thought it kind of fell flat, but Vision is now one of my yeah favorite characters. I think he's got a lot of the cool lines too, like just a lot of the kind of heavy hitter, like in Infinity War when he's asking Wanda to kill him. And he says, it shouldn't be you, but it is. Yeah. I just like, I love that yeah, line, you know, line. and it just hits you. And he's got a lot of them like that, that I can't remember, but yeah, anytime he speaks, it's just great. Yeah. I actually agree with Niall. Vision is also my answer, but yeah, my, my uh, runner up, I think is the Winter Soldier. Uh, oh yeah, good. dude. So good. Winter Soldier, I think has a very, very cool, um, obviously the first movie um, he's in his the first Captain America's Bucky Barnes. Well, no, I guess that's no. Right. He's not even introduced in this yeah. movie in this phase. No, well, so, I would the say Winter the Soldier Winter Soldier is, is. okay. Yeah. So yeah, let's just say Winter Soldier because anyway, he's basically an antagonist in um, that movie, and then he continues to kind of develop in Civil War and in Black Panther a tiny bit and Infinity War, Endgame, and obviously now the show. 
that just um, finished airing. And I think that his arc throughout all that and his introduction especially has just been very cool. Um, I love, you know, all the other characters they introduced that we've been getting more of like Falcon and Scarlet Witch and, um, you know, Quicksilver, everyone's favorite, you know, Quicksilver is also a great <laughs> character from Phase 2. <laughs> Amazing. One, wonderful character. Wonderful character. Long-lasting. Yeah. Um, but I Got think a lot he, of mileage out of that one. Oh, yeah. We got a lot out of him. Um, I think he stands out the most, other than Vision, for me. So. Well, yeah, plus his, uh, his introduction is so dope. He just, like, catches the shield. The shield, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, like, no. Um, what? <laughs> oh, and, boy. like, the scene where he shoots the bomb yeah. thing under the car and then just, like, steps right to the side and it goes past him. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing yeah. that in the first trailer for that movie, and I was like, this is gonna be it. Like, this movie is gonna change everything. And I would argue that it did. Oh, Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier is kind of, in my point. opinion, where yeah, where the MCU was like, all right, this is the kind of movie that we're gonna try to make now, you know, because mm-hmm. that movie is just unreal. Yeah, luckily Thor two came before it. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's a good answer. All of them, I love them. Yeah, solid, solid stuff. Uh, my question is a little bit along the same vein, but kind of different. Actually, it's very different. The, honestly, <laughs> the only similar thing is that it's about Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 2. My oh, question... okay, oh. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the Segway King now. That was really um, good. <laughs> that was flawless. Yeah, thank you. Um, my question is... Uh, <laughs> The, I I know that we've talked about this on the podcast before, just like the 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 power of like a moment in a movie instead of like overall the movie or like even a scene, but just like these moments. And I want to know uh, what is the best moment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Phase Two. Oh. The, okay. Again, the, we always have to clarify this. Is this the best or our favorite? I the way that I wrote it is the best, but I think it's more interesting to hear your favorite. So let's okay. do that. Because I, I do I have an answer. If Lucas needs to think. Yeah, for go, a second. Jared. So look at me. I'm I'm usually never prepared. <laughs> and this one, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just look at you, dude. going off. So this is a scene in probably. I don't want to say it's my favorite of Phase Two. It's definitely a tie between uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier and. Guardians of the Galaxy. Both movies yeah. are in my top five Marvel and maybe in my top like twenty of all, all time. Just movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is from The Winter Soldier, and it's the elevator fight scene. Oh, oh yeah. dude! Um, Unfa- I literally just got chills just hearing <laughs> you say elevator fight scene. Yeah, this is so good. <laughs> uh, it's it's one that is genuinely. It feels very tense because uh, this whole movie is about who is on the good side and, you know, who's part of S.H.I.E.L.D., who's part of HYDRA. You know, there's not really a solid line separating them. And so when he wa- Captain America walks into this elevator, you you just get this bad feeling. Something's uh-huh. about to go down and it doesn't feel safe and he doesn't feel safe and he's slowly figuring it out. And more people get in the elevator, and you're like, oh, boy. And it's like 15 against one. And then you get this fight sequence that is very akin to Daredevil season one hallway fight scene. hallway scene. uh, Where it's so contained and fast-paced, and (laughs) you genuinely, at least typically in Marvel movies, I have this general assumption Captain America is going to win this fight, or Spider-Man, or whoever. But this one, I was like, they might overwhelm him. Like, there was 15 of them. And the whole thing is just perfectly executed and well choreographed. Um, And so, yeah, I think there might be more impactful, great moments, but just that that's a very thrilling fight sequence. I seriously do think, um, like, 
the like what you said the setup of that scene i think is what makes it so good like everything that's been going on up until then and then him being in the elevator and you're like ooh, and then more people get on you're like (laughs) and it to me it really does feel super like kind of classic james bond a little bit right where you're like you're watching it and you're like i know where this is headed but i don't know how they're gonna do it and like, how is Captain America going to get out of this one, you know? Yeah. And then he finds a way and you're like, yeah. And it's just like, it just feels kind of very classic, like espionage. Yeah. And which that whole movie, whole movie, honestly, yeah, I just, movie I like think that. it's wonderful. Yeah. So that's, that's my pick. And I, I loved the throwback to it in uh, Endgame, Endgame. Oh, where he's put so in the good. exact same situation. Yeah. But instead of fighting them, he just, he's just yeah. like, Hail Hydra. <laughs> because he knows. Yeah. It's so funny. It <laughs> yeah. was just perfect. So, yeah, that's that's my answer. That's awesome. I um, I think we can all agree that Winter Soldier is probably the best of Phase 2 and one of the best Marvel I agree. movies. It's just, I, it, I re- yeah. That was the it's only very, one that I good. watched in preparation for this. And it's just yeah. so good. I forgot how genuinely just amazing that movie is. Yep. Yeah. Just almost that. as good as Iron Man three. Look, uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, let's calm down. Let's calm down. <laughs> let's calm down a little bit. No, I I genuinely think that Captain America: Winter Soldier, in terms of conventional f- like filmmaking, like what makes a good movie, not considering the fan service or that stuff, mm. is probably the best movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I think I agree. It's ar- arguably it's so yeah. good. So good. I think so, at least. I I will add real quick though. I think Guardians had. When I watch it, I have a better time. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I think Guardians the film, awesome. both of them I, are just on par, and they're very different, but I would usually opt to watch. You'd prefer, yeah. Guardians, uh, yeah, yeah. I, if you're hanging I out with people, it's like, hey, do you guys want to watch Winter Soldier or Guardians? It's probably going to be Guardians, yeah. just because yeah. it's right. more fun to watch. But, right. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> it is. Uh, my <sighs> favorite scene is actually from neither of those movies. Um, Whoa. Good. Wow. But... It Whoa. is also very Whoa. good. This movie is not the best, but I still rather enjoy it. It's from Age of Ultron, actually. Um, yeah, dude, me too. I, I love really that movie. <laughs> think it's awesome at the end of the movie when all the Avengers have kind of resolved their dumb little crap they've had to deal with, and they're all in the circle, and the camera just like pans around, and you have yeah, like, all ten there. of them or whatever. And they're just fighting yeah. the robots and everything. Then they go off and do their other stuff. But you have like Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Scarlet Witch, and Vision are both there. Quicksilver is still alive. Um, Hawkeye, Black Widow. It's just awesome. I yeah, love yeah. that scene. That, that moment is one of those moments where you watch it and it really does feel like I can't believe that all of these characters are on this screen oh, at yeah. the same time. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Like, and it's just like, Fighting. you honestly watch it and you're just like, we don't deserve this. You know, <laughs> like, what did we do to deserve all of these characters being in this movie? It's just awesome. Yeah. I so love I love it. that scene. Say what you will about uh, the movie, thought... but that, that segment is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the hammer scene earlier on. That's also a good one too. That's honestly maybe that's not a as contender. epic, but uh, it's <laughs> yeah. just seeing it's them just on the great. off yeah. hours. You yeah. Know, honestly, not... I love um, seeing superheroes like that, just like booling in their regular streetwear, hanging out. When I was yeah, a kid, just <laughs> there's this episode of the up. Justice League TV show, the animated Justice League TV show, the only one where they like take off their costumes and are just like Bruce yeah. Wayne and Clark Kent. And I loved watching those episodes because it's just so cool to me to see superheroes just hanging out as regular people yeah on the other side uh-huh. right and yeah, so sweet. i think that scene is also really cool though as well in Age of Ultron. um this this question i feel bad because it's my question but it's so hard <laughs> for me to narrow it down to one um so i'm going to briefly just Choose mention <laughs> i'm choosing one but i'm going to briefly mention the others but the one that i'm choosing like is from <laughs> the one that i'm choosing is from iron man 3 Oh. I will. I'll give you that spoiler alert right now. Um, but the other two are in in Captain America: The Winter Soldier uh, when they f- have the fight on the street in the daytime, mm, yeah. and he like and there's the knife fight, and he knocks the mask off, and he's like Bucky, and yeah. it's just like that kind of moment of realization. That whole fight is just amazing. 
Um, and then in Guardians of the Galaxy, the prison break sequence uh-huh. is yes. just <laughs> unreal. Where I'm, they're like, they have to be partners, you know? Yeah. I'm going to be sad if we don't talk about Guardians more. <laughs> I know. We'll have to find a way. Yeah. Um, actually, our fan question lends itself very much to that. Okay, awesome. Um, but uh, my moment is from Iron Man 3, and it's when... Tony Stark has to break into the Mandarin's palace using only stuff that he's purchased at a hardware store. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And he, like, he makes himself this little glove that he uses to, like, electrocute this guy. And he's, like, (laughs) made basically a nail gun, like an air pressure nail gun and all that. Little bombs out of Christmas ornaments and stuff. And it really does, it's like... What if Tony Stark had to do Home Alone? Yeah, what know? if he was MacGyver? <laughs> yeah. And so, I That's I one really of the like... scenarios, actually, that's going to be in the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if Tony Stark was MacGyver? <laughs> um, but I, I just love that scene, and it's, like, perfectly kind of uh, encapsulates what I love about that movie, which is basically the idea of what is Tony Stark without his suit, you know? And, like, what can he do without the Iron Man armor? Um, that Like, that question is, you know, posed jokingly in the first Avengers movie, but then Shane Black, director of The Nice Guys, hey, I Iron love, Man 3. I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> do you? It's a great comedy. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe, check it out. But uh, <laughs> it, Shane Black was like, all right, let's answer that question. Let's show people not just that... Iron Man is cool, but that Tony Stark can also fight his own fights, you know? And I just, I love that scene. So, so much. Good and cool. Oh, boy. All right, one question left, right? Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and ask my question. See, I tried to to throw away my... Segway King. No, I tried to to give you the spotlight on this one. I didn't want to one-up you i'm trying to thank you to i appreciate you that uh, well, honestly you're saying that but i think it's just because you know that you couldn't one-up me because mine was so no good. that's not true <laughs> all right no it's yeah fine uh, you can you can <laughs> say you believe that but we all know okay, they all right. the listeners know yeah they sure sure they do um <laughs> anyway wow you know what nile you're really you're really villainizing me right now you're really coming at me yeah. being an antagonist. You know what? Yep. These are superhero oh. movies. Oh. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> and you might be the worst of them all. But that leads me to my question. That's not fair. <laughs> of, <laughs> I want to know from you guys uh, who you think is the best uh, villain introduced in Phase 2. Uh, great segue, of course. Um I will also take most underrated. So one that you think maybe deserves a little bit more attention. Just because I think there are some really bad ones and there are some really good ones. <laughs> and that might help us not choose the same answer for all of them. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to go first. My answer okay. for this is the same as it was for the other one. It is the yep. Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> yep, thought so. Great. Um, so yep. I already talked about how awesome he is. I think that... Yeah, but talk about how good of a movie, villain he is. The villain he is is very cool because it's like he does not want to be a villain at all. And so I guess to an extent the Robert Redford character of whatever his name is. Let me check real quick. It's oh, Alexander guy. Pierce. What is it? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Very good villain as well. I think um, him in conjunction with Winter Soldier, but especially Winter Soldier, having to murder people that he doesn't want to, and then honestly the effects of that, because that you know, trails on through Civil War and everything else, just his mental yeah. health is beaten to a pulp because of the fact that he was abused as a killing machine for like a decade, almost a yeah. century. Yeah, a Modoc. Modoc. <laughs> yeah, a Modoc. Yeah, he was a Modoc. He for was, a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Winter Soldier, very good character, very yeah. good villain. Yeah. Uh, I, lest we forget, however, uh, '90s computer Arnim Zola. Yeah, of in course. Captain America, the also Winter great. Soldier. I agree. <laughs> Best villain ever. That's right. Honestly, that moment is so cool. It is. <laughs> like it really that is. also is fighting for top moments for me. Yeah, that was, was cool. very cool. Um, my answer. <laughs> 
I I was struggling with this question because I was thinking it's got to be in Guardians of the Galaxy, but I honestly don't like Ronan that much as a villain. Um, but then I realized that it's Nebula. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Nebula to me is like the villain, you know, just because her her motivation just feels so genuine, where she's just like the the neglected daughter who never is recognized for the effort that she puts in even though it seems like she tries way harder than Gamora and she's just fighting so hard not even because she necessarily believes in the cause but mm-hmm. just because she wants Thanos to love her you know and i i think her character is so compelling and Karen Gillan is just wonderful and so so good in that role um, and just continues to be amazing in that role going forward. Um, it was honestly Nebula was one of the characters that I would have liked to say too, um, like best characters introduced. But she is just great, and I love Nebula so much. And the arc that that movie sends her on going forward is so so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree so much that Captain oh. or Winter Soldier was my first. And Nebula was my second. Uh, but n- no fear, because I love Ultron. <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> really? Wow. Good. <laughs> Clearly. No, I, I, I am, you know, he's okay. I like uh, Robert California, though. Uh, yeah. No, what's James Spader. Yeah, 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 yeah. James Spader? Um, Guys, I just don't know what to say now, because uh, I think a lot of the other villains just kind of fall flat for me. Just say Thanos. Malekith. Uh, <laughs> no, who I'm going to say, because this is a cop-out, because I just want to talk about the movie, is uh, Yellow Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, fair. we haven't talked about this movie at all. But so it's good. The real, like the, this the reason I like him so much as a villain is because he allowed ant-man to have such a dope heist sequence <laughs> true uh that ends in a satisfying boss fight uh where he's still not sure how to use his powers and the other guy you know i can't even argue for this one because <laughs> it's just another iron man villain <laughs> just talk about Ant-Man, dude. <laughs> just talk suit about versus meg suit or whatever <laughs> yeah it's a doppelganger villain. Okay. Which is like, th- there's there's this thing for the listeners, you guys out there, um, where basically one of the big complaints with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the doppelganger villain yeah. issue, where which their villains with. are just consistently Them. the same powers as... It's so like, like Flash, Reverse, Flash. Iron Man and Iron Monger in the first one. Flash, Reverse, Flash, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, honestly. Hulk Abomination. Um, Captain America and Red Skull, Hulk Abomination. Ant-Man, Yellow Jacket. Uh, Thor, Loki, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Um, but I don't know if I would count that one, though. People <laughs> complain about it, but I'm like, that, does, that doesn't count. I like yeah. Loki. But, and it, it consistently like goes on. Like and so, Loki. Am I right? Hey, Nice. But that's kind of what we are referring to. The doppelganger villain issue is something that is like one of the big things that MCU haters hold on to. Yeah. Ugh, guys. I just don't like Marvel villains almost ever. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good question. I, I just typed in phase two movies just to double check, make sure I wasn't forgetting one. Thor, The Dark World, haven't seen it. Iron Man 3, the, I thought the villain switch was stupid. Oh, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> You're stupid. Uh, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier's awesome. Uh, but, yes, but Taken is <laughs> great. Alexander Pitt. But Taken. <laughs> uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I, I was going to say Nebula, because Ronan the Destroyer is very... Ronan the Accuser. Ronan the Accuser is very dumb. Ant-Man. I liked him. Bad. Ultron. I liked him. There were no like strings it's... on him. You got <laughs> there me. There were none. Way there to, were none. Way to go, boys. You ruined my question for me. <laughs> Not a single string. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I forfeit. <laughs> well, here. Then how about this? I'll give you first go on the fan question. Oh, uh, boy. This week's what is fan it? question. <laughs> it's this. I'll tell you. 
Actually, I don't even know if we're going to go in order, if we're all just going to kind of answer this together. Yeah. But the question is honestly more of a demand, and it is recast the Guardians of the Galaxy. Not a question. A demand. (laughs) Yeah, it's... It's pretty much just them telling us to do What's, something. So Glenn Howerton as Star Lord. <laughs> I would have loved Ooh. to see. Yeah. It. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Vin Diesel as Drax instead of Groot. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Oh boy. No, the Rock is. Uh, how about as a uh, Drax? Uh, no, Kevin Hart as uh, Drax. How about Final Tom answer. Kenny as Rocket Raccoon? Kevin oh. Hart, wow. <laughs> Kevin Hart is Drax. <laughs> uh, Tom Kenny for Rocket Raccoon. Oh, that's good. Voice of SpongeBob yep. for those who don't know. Voice of SpongeBob. Very nice. Um, um Danny DeVito. No, in all reality, Groot. I would probably say something like Danny DeVito is Groot. I was going to say something maybe Mark Hamill as Groot. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah, honestly, Mark that's actually really a good, good answer. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm 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 trying to balance this with dumb answers and good answers. No, I think also yeah, there's a very a high probability answer. that Mark Hamill will either be in Guardians Three or the Guardians Holiday Special. Oh yeah, I remember mm-hmm. hearing something like that. Yeah, like <laughs> way back in the day before he got fired from yeah. Guardians, James yeah. Gunn, the director, met with Mark Hamill and was like, "Hey, we are neighbors and we didn't know and we just talked about being in the next movie <laughs> and so." <laughs> It will um, probably happen. Another thing, now here we are, going back to the Glenn later. Howerton idea, he was the top choice of director James Gunn for Star-Lord right. um, until he was forced to consider Chris Pratt. And so the hope is that he will be cast later on as, as Adam Warlock? the golden god Adam Warlock. Oh, that, that which would be I seriously, so amazing. It's, the, it's all that I hope for. It's my only wish in the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. That would be, if he were... Um, Adam Warlock and Danny DeVito was Pip the Troll. That would just be yeah, so perfect. amazing. You can't do better than that. You genuinely like. There are few castings I can one hundred percent back. Oh yeah, yeah. without a doubt. There's it's like say there's what you also about fan casting, but that is just the best yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. Speaking of it. fan casting, somebody there's kind of a push online right now to get the cast of Always Sunny to be the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, Deandra. So, uh. so, um, Rob McElhenney as uh, Mr. Fantastic, <laughs> Caitlin Olsen as Mrs. Fantastic. Um, I think it was Charlie as Day Human as Human Torch, oh, Danny DeVito would actually as be pretty thing. good. And then Glenn Howerton, I think, was Doc, Silver Surfer. Oh, Silver nice. Surfer? Or, or, no, uh, Doctor, Doctor Doom. Doom. Doctor Doom. Doom. Yeah, that's who it was. Doctor, that's actually a fantastic casting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, the whole thing, squad. like, all of them are, like, <laughs> at least pretty good. Oh, yeah, it's boy. It's not horrible, That would actually honestly. be amazing. Caitlin, Ol- Caitlin Olsen, I don't think, should be Sue Storm. But everyone else, I think, fits. Can you imagine yeah, if Danny the thing? The whole idea is they're, like, been, they've been friends for years, and Danny DeVito's twice the age of everyone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, so yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. Well, while we're kind of on the topic, though, of I mean, I don't really have any great ones uh, except for Gwyneth Paltrow again as uh, Gamora. She's cast her <laughs> twice. <laughs> no, I think Gamora would need yeah, to Tony be Tony Stark Barry. as Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, oh, Halle Berry. That's yeah, a pretty good, good pick. Uh, I hate how I actually like that one a lot. <laughs> how, about, how about Olivia Munn? No, worse. Uh, Halle Berry is way better. No, yeah, as, that, that as Gamora, worse. come on. She's good. She's a bad actress. Yeah. <laughs> she's She was also in Iron Man 2. Okay. She was she was a she was a reporter for like three seconds. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, that. I remember seeing her. Be like, eh, uh, uh, career never no, took but, off, did it? <laughs> Elon Musk as Star Lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to actually ask a, 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 an additional question. Is that okay? No. Yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna do it. Uh, okay. I think this might have been a fan question. Uh, if not, it was one that I came up with. Um, <laughs> Good. Perfect. It's one or the other. But I what 
just because I feel like I want to talk about Guardians a little bit more, uh, and that is, what is your favorite song from the first movie? Yeah, I think that's one. yours. I don't remember that from the fan question list. I think it's the one that goes Huga Chaga, Huga 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 Chaga. <laughs> yeah. Hooked and on a by, and also, by Star-Lord, right? By yeah, Star-Lord. by Star-Lord. Um, <laughs> if you guys also have a, like, the scene that it's tied to, you know, maybe not just, like, yeah. the favorite um, use of I would say, song, maybe. I would say that song well. honestly worked great with the trailer, and that's why I loved it so much. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it is I'm Not In Love um, in the scene where he shows Gamora basically music the first time yeah. and oh, kind yeah. of tries to dance with her and then she tries to kill him and stuff. That scene and that song and just how kind of ethereal and beautiful the sound is in that song that just kind of makes you feel like you're in space. Yeah. And that with the beautiful space backdrop and everything it's just one of those scenes where it just fits perfectly. No, I, I agree. That's one of the ones... I mean, there's a weird part in the middle of it uh, when you're listening, but that's one of the ones I will turn on just yeah. independent, just to, like, vibe. You know, I'll, not I'll tell you the, the worst one in the movie is Cherry, Cherry Bomb. Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. loud. And it's, like, during their planning sequence, it's, and you're like, what? What's the plan? And you're just, Ch-ch-ch- cherry bomb! And you're like, hey, shut up. I want to hear what's going on in the movie right yeah. now. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to, my mine will be uh, Escape, the Pina Colada song. Just like yeah. when he puts it on, when right after the jailbreak, he goes back yeah. for his, his uh, so Walkman, good. is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, puts it on and blasts off. That was great. So good. So here's some uh, some fun news, it. unrelated to <laughs> Phase 2, but kind of. It's okay. We kind of trail off at the end, usually. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's usually can, turns into We can into just use this to topic. top it off. So Doctor Strange was originally going to appear in WandaVision. He was going to be the voiceover for all of the ads in the show. He was going to be reading them. Really? And he was going to wow. appear in one of them as well. And then he was going to show up in the post credit scene and start to show her how to use her powers. But they removed that. Because Kevin Feige was like, we didn't want a white man to mansplain Scarlet Witch. <laughs> that, I don't think anyone would have read it that way. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, uh, uh, they also didn't want to pull away from Wanda being the main character, which is a more which, understandable which reason. I think is fair. Yeah. Which is fair, yeah. No, that's true. If, they, if he would have been in it, I would have been like, wow. Really I to like the idea that there's lead. just. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that there's just kind of something within her that just understands the dark hold. Yeah. And she just like gets it, and she's like, "Oh, I don't know why I get this, but I do." You yeah. know, I like kind of that concept for her character. Anyway, yeah. That's, yeah, uh, big fan. Right. Big fan of cool. WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. I, shut up. We know. Um, but uh, that is the episode so thank you guys so much for listening we did it we made it through um if you guys agree with us let us know on instagram at the orange boy inquiry with dots in between all of the words um if you disagreed with us uh do not let us know because we only want positive reinforcement in our lives um let's see what else follow us on instagram interact with us on instagram uh, be on the lookout for new episodes every Monday. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, and we will see you next week.